Well, I am glad to be back with you again this another day to share with you in these devotions. And I trust that these devotions will encourage you as you live your life from day to day. Especially those of you who may not be feeling well, those of you who are sick. The Lord has laid you on my mind, not knowing who you are, but knowing that there are those out there who are not well. He has laid you on my mind to just do these devotions and send them out so that you could be encouraged. So I trust that as you listen to these devotions for the next few mornings, that your heart would be encouraged. When I was back home growing up much younger, my pastor and I sang quite a bit. And one of the songs that we sang several times was the song with the title, No One Ever Cared For Me Like Jesus. The words were written by Charles F. Wigley. This was done somewhere between 18721 to 1966. Wow. And he said in his first answer, I would love to tell you what I think of Jesus since I found in him a friend so strong and true. I would tell you how he changed my life completely. He did something that no other friend could do. No one ever cared for me like Jesus. There's no other friend so kind as he. No one else can take the sin and darkness from me. Oh, how much he cared for me. This morning, I want to call your attention to the book of Philippians chapter 2 and read from verse 25 to 30 and share with you a little bit about sickness. I have entitled the study for these mornings in our devotion. I have given it the title, Too Sick to Travel. So sick, almost dead. You know that from time to time, so long as we live in these bodies, there will be health interruptions. So Paul wrote to the Philippian believers in chapter 2, and he said, Yet I suppose it necessary to send to you Epaphroditus, my brother and companion in labor and fellow soldier, but your messenger, and he that ministered to my wants. For he longed after you all and was full of heaviness because that ye had heard that he had been sick. For indeed he was sick nigh unto death. But God had mercy on him, and not on him only, but on me also. Lest they should have sorrow upon sorrow. I sent him therefore the more careful that when ye see him again, ye may rejoice, and that I may be the less sorrowful. Receive him therefore in the Lord with all gladness, and hold such in reputation. Because for the work of Christ he was nigh unto death, not regarding his life to supply your lack of service towards me. Second Timothy chapter 4, verse 20. 
Erastus aboard at Corinth, but Trophimus have I left at Miletus sick. Let me be quick to say, so long as we live in these bodies, as we dwell in these bodies, these fleshly bodies, from time to time it is possible that we will get sick. Do not look at someone when they are sick and figure, oh, they have done something wrong why they are sick. Because when you get sick, then one will wonder what you have done wrong that caused you to be sick. Sickness can happen to one and all of us. Sometimes many of us are sick and we don't even know that we are sick. And sometimes when we do know, it is late. Let me give you my testimony for this morning and then build on that so that I can encourage your heart in regards to this matter of sickness. If you are there and you are aligned in a bed of affliction, I want you to know that the Lord knows you are there, the Lord cares about you, and He will see you through. Seven years ago, when I had my fishing business and the furniture business, I became very ill. So sick that I was unable to do any heavy form of work. My dear wife went with me to every doctor that we could afford, and doctor after doctor gave up on me. I remember specifically going to Dr. Bio on the friend side. He was my doctor. After coming to him time after time, one day while attending to me, he said, I'm going to give you this injection to help you to get back home. After I give it to you, don't come back. I can't do anything to help you. Could you imagine how one feels when his doctor says, don't come back, I can't help you? I went to my home doctor back in Angola, and he told me that you are so serious, you'll never be able to walk again. If you need a spoon lift, pay someone to lift it. I can't forget that. That very same day, we had a container at the store that we had to offload. And he said, you are so sick with your back, you'll have to pay someone to lift it. I would make trip after trip to St. Kitts, wherever, you know. I went to Dr. Fosbury, every doctor that you could think of, who they said was good, I tried and and I tried to get to that. I was so sick that my wife would have to help me to the bathroom. One day I booked my passage. My sister and my wife, they came as far as St. Martin with me. And I went to New York. And when I get there, my sister in New York, she had all the arrangements for me to go and get checked out. I went down downtown did some x-rays, and I could remember the orthopedic surgeon saying, you will need surgery, but there's no guarantee you will walk. It's a 50-50 chance. Wow. When my sister heard that, she became very concerned and shared with my uncle, and uh, I could hear him say, no, nobody ain't putting no knife on your back. Nobody is going to operate on your back. A 50-50 chance, they're not going to paralyze you. You ain't taking no operation. God is going to help you to get better. And he was right. I went to Miami seeking help, seeing the doctors there. But 
guess what? To no avail. I was confined to my bed. Another time I was sick with a different complaint. Went to the specialist in Puerto Rico. Saw him, he attended to me, and before he was finished, he said, I think you need to see a family doctor, a general practitioner. He said, my wife is one in this building. I'll call and see if she could see you. He called and she said, send him over and I'll see him. I got there, waited, and then she called me in and she asked me, what was my complaint? I told her, and she started the examination. She checked my heart, pulse, temperature, and my pressure. She went and got another pressure machine, but after a little while, she put that away and got another one. She changed my arm and checked the other arm. I asked her what was the problem. She asked me how I was feeling. I told her, but for the pain of my existing condition, that I was seeing the specialist about, otherwise I felt all right. She asked me if I had someone with me. I believe I told her yes. I was connecting later on that night with a flight to Miami in a couple of hours. She said, I'm sorry, I can't let you out. Your pressure's too high. I don't understand how you don't have a stroke. She put me on a bed and let me know that I was not well enough to travel. She began by putting tablets under my tongue and keeping me very still. So as I think of this message on the two Bible characters, Epaphroditus and Trophimus, I know from my experience how it was with them when it comes to sickness. And to those of you who are there on your bed now, not well, I want you to know that I know from experience what sickness is all about. My time is up. I'll come back next morning and build on what I started this morning and encourage your heart a little bit, those of you who are sick, or if you ever get sick, that you would have something that you can just hold on to. Our Father, we thank you so much for your love, your mercy, your grace, and your compassion towards us. And for the many times that we were sick and you touched our bodies. Lord, thank you. Lord, we love you. We praise you. And I pray that these devotions will encourage someone, their God, in their time of sickness. Would you have your way with us? Would you have mercy upon them? Would you touch, heal, and direct? We love you, praise you, and thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Brethren, please share this devotion with a friend. Thanks.